Hello everyone. Welcome back. My name is Gunjan and I am your host for this episode of the podcast series from the House of Ram. In the last episode, we looked at our sole duty to work on ourselves. We need to choose, decide and then commit to evolve and become the best version of ourselves. We also looked at the sage Valmiki story which showcased the fact of one being solely responsible for one's actions and being the sole beneficiary of the merit or demerit of one's karma irrespective of the justification we may have for the thought action or speech. From this episode I would like to focus on each one of us as individuals and see Ram as this perfect human being residing within us in an earlier episode i had talked about the driver within us the intellect now i request that you consider ram that perfect driver within all of us to be the master of our intellect who will guide us through our life keeping this in mind i look at myself and those around me and one of the most common angst i believe people face is struggle with a mistake or a regret what to do if one makes a mistake whether knowingly or unknowingly sometimes we take decisions which may have a fallout that we did not even imagine or consider we may unknowingly hurt someone and many other instances where we realize our folly as soon as it happens but it is always too late to take it back turn the clock back we can try and say sorry and be apologetic and genuinely apologetic but it appears to be too little too late and we berate ourselves but it does not really get any better it could be something as small as a shoplifting incident in school or cheating in an exam blind to a friend saying something hurtful to a loved one or simply a deep dark secret sometimes these things become so large and they become larger than life that they start defining us the ramayana showcases quite a few of such examples let us try and see some of them starting with mantra's palace politics mantra was instrumental in ram going to vanvas Various versions of the story tell us different things about this incident. Some say that because she was a hunchback, she was always ridiculed by the palace staff, and the only reason she was tolerated was because she was close to Kekai, who was in the so-called power position. So the entire motivation for her doing what she did was self-preservation. If Bharat became king, Kekai would be queen mother. and mantra's position would be safe some stories even hint that ram as a child would trouble her even ridicule her and she hated him so when the opportunity presented itself she took it meaning thereby that her motivation was hatred she really did not care of what happened to her or ayodhya or other people involved in the scheme of things She was completely motivated by hatred and she did what she had to do. Some versions suggest that she was pure evil and enjoyed seeing people suffer. 
and she was almost envious of the goodness of ram and she wanted to see him suffer for some self validation issues irrespective of what her motivation was her end wasn't a happy one i wonder if she ever regretted doing it and wished she could turn the clock back the second example kekai went into the kop bhavan and would not relent till dashrath gave in her harsh words sent dashrath into shock he was heartbroken her actions earned her hatred of her spouse a hatred of her son a bad person tag from the people of ayodhya and she did not even see her son on the throne did she ever regret it and if she did regret it what did she regret most being harsh to dashrath who had loved her all his life or that she sent ram to vanvas or that she never saw her son as the king or did she simply regret going down in the epic as a bad person what does one regret more causing downfall of another or causing their own downfall now let's look at the two vulture brothers jatayu and sampati the story goes that when they were young they would compete with each other on who could fly higher in their arrogance they would fly higher every day one day despite the elder sibling sampati's warning jatayu in his arrogance kept climbing higher and higher and came so close to the sun that he was about to be seared in order to save him sampati spread his wings over jatayu sampati's wings caught fire and he lost them trying to save his brother as he fell to the earth he separated from his brother never to be united again sampati lived wingless for his entire life and jatayu lived in guilt wandering and ruining his arrogance he obviously learned from his mistake and appeared to never give in to arrogance again through the epic he obviously paid for his arrogance it may be safe to assume that he lived with the guilt of his brother's plight as well as the sadness of the separation the next story is about marich marich and subahu were the sons of tarka tarka was killed by ram at the instructions of sage vishwamitra after their mother's death the sons marich and subahu wanted to avenge the death of their mother and attacked ram as he was standing guard at sage vishwamitra's yagya in the battle that ensued subahu was killed by ram but marich was not marich was instead thrown miles away but survived some versions of the story say that this incident changed marich he realized the power of ram and actually turned over a new leaf and started living a life of solitude and meditation later in the epic ravan threatens marich into using his powers to turn into the golden deer this act is instrumental in epic becoming an epic marich is killed by ram but it changes the life of ram and sita forever did marich really know ram did he really want ram's life to go into a spiral it may be safe to guess that his death was inevitable ram would have killed him and he did 
and if he had not agreed to what ravan asked him to do ravan would have killed him yet he chose his path was it his desire to die at the hands of ram instead of ravan did he regret that he played his part for the wrong or the cruel side the final story for this episode and one that is most interesting in my view is the story of ahilya there are various versions of this story and the story moves within shadows and shades of gray and one can have contrasting reactions to it the story is about infidelity but the context must be seen while there are various versions of it and i think the topic and the story of ahilya is a topic in itself for this episode i am only going to assume one version of the story which is most relevant for today's topic it is a simplistic version ahilya is the devoted wife of sage gautam she is known to be the most beautiful woman to ever have been created one day lord indra takes a fancy to her and wants to seduce her as he is aware of her devotion to her husband indra disguises himself as sage gautam and has her way with ahilya sage gautam returns home and finds out what happened and in his rage curses both ahilya and indra he curses ahilya to turn to stone however he later attaches a qualifier that she would be released from the curse when ram touches her apparently eons later ram is taken by sage vishwamitra to sage gautam's ashram where he accidentally touches a boulder and the curse is broken why this story is relevant for this topic is to see the regret part of it did ahilya regret her mistake or was it sage gautam regretting his rage and therefore the qualifier of the end of the curse was ahilya's turning into stone a punishment for her infidelity or was the punishment also for sage gautam who then spent the so called eons alone waiting to be reunited with his wife if we reflect on these stories the common thread or lessons are threefold first everyone makes mistakes knowingly or unknowingly whether it is due to arrogance pride anger or greed whether it is a misunderstanding or a bad judgment or even a downright sin everyone does it or makes them the second lesson appears to be that there is no such thing as burning in hell forever irrespective of the seriousness of the sin or the heinousness of the crime there is an end date to the suffering of the consequences it cannot be forever there is a fixed amount of period of suffering and the third there is a difference between bearing the consequences of one's actions or mistakes in this case and whipping oneself for the mistake living in regret or guilt while the former is inevitable the latter is not required we should accept that a mistake has been made try and make it right accept the consequences gracefully and with a mindfulness that the consequences are the effect of one's own action 
and finally forgive oneself for the mistakes committed. If you are a person who resonates more with the idea of Ram being a divine entity who has the power to change your life, then read the stories again. Ram forgave everyone from Manthara to Kekai to Jatayu to Ahilya. If you are a person who, like me, resonates with an internalized Ram and sees him as this perfect and pure consciousness within each one of us, then let the ideals guide your intellect and forgive yourself. Let go of the regrets and guilt in order to find peace. I hope you will take the time to reflect on what is being said and I hope to see you again for the next episode where we will continue to decode the stories from the Ramayana. This is your host Gunjan signing off from this episode from the House of Ram. If you would like to write to me, I can be reached at gunjan at the rate of thehouseofram.com.